This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, <laughs> you, yes, me. So um, a long, long time ago, 30-some years ago, I trained to be a marriage and family therapist and then realized it through the process while working in the field of recovery, I realized uh, that there was this separation between spirituality and therapy. In a sense, a lot of, 12, well, the 12-step programs are built on spiritual principles. And those spiritual principles are not necessarily, they don't integrate necessarily really well with, uh, with psychotherapy. And, um, and so I realized that I needed more information. I wanted to learn more about spirituality in relation to therapy. And so I ended up with a PhD in transpersonal psychology, which shorthand would be looking at spiritual phenomena, spiritual principles, spiritual ways of being, and um, how that is part of our everyday life and how that shows up uh, in love and community and creativity in personal rea- uh, relationships and relationship with ourself. Uh, and then from there, I learned about coaching and the importance of life coaching. Life coaching is we're all in this thing called life and nobody knows how to do it. We're told how to do it, but when it comes to, gosh, that doesn't feel right to me, something feels not right about that, then we don't know what to do about that. And we can think that we're crazy or um, that there's something wrong with us, or we can perhaps see it dif- see it differently in the sense that each of us <laughs> marches or walks to a, a different drumbeat. We're each unique, and we each have our own individual path. And from my perspective, a life coach can empower people to walk their individual path into their greatness, into their fullest potentiality. That's the work I do, and that includes leaps of faith, right? It includes um, being being yourself, which in many ways means not being like somebody else. And that can create a lot of strife and conflict in relationships, in families, in organizations, when my way is different than other people's way, or your way is different. And um, when those differentnesses don't work, then we wonder do I need a therapist? Do I need to go to therapy? Do I need some support to be able to figure this out or to see what the problem is or to fix the problem? Or is there a problem? Maybe I'm just growing and I'm going through growing pains. Maybe I'm having an existential crisis and I don't even know what the heck that means. I'm just not happy in my life. So the point of this conversation is that there's parts, there's places and times in our reality as people, where we need support. And we need, uh, perhaps, it would be really helpful and empowering to have somebody who really understands what we're going through. So therapy is, you know, and and this is not unusual for people in their later years, as we're aging, it might be really useful to have somebody who understands what we're going through, uh, and can support us and empower us to, um, to find our own way so that we're in uh, alignment with our highest truth, our highest good, and we can experience joy in the later years of, it, of life. Or in, you know, if, if we're earlier and we need that support. So that can come from therapists. It can come from coaches. It can come from ministers. Uh, it can from, come from social workers. It can come from our next door neighbor or our husband or our dog. It can come from all kinds of places, that kind of support. 
I know um, I live alone with my dog, Gracie, and she's an incredible support because she's always present and uh, she always has an exuberance for life that's really, really nice to be around, <laughs> except obviously when I want some quiet. Uh, but she's such a gift to me in that way. And I know animals play that role for so many people. So do I need therapy? Do you need therapy? And how do you know? And how do you decide? So uh, when I think about therapy, I think about it helping when uh, I don't know what to do. And it gives me a basic perspective on, um, am I sane? Am I healthy? Am I doing well? Uh, And or uh, is there some sort of problem that I can't fix on my own. So one of the distinctions between coaching and therapy for me is that people have the capacity. I I think everyone is brilliant. I really do. Even though we often play like victims, we often play uh, disempowered games. We often play, I can't do this. Everybody else can do it, but not me. Uh, We often play undeserving, unlovable, pathetic, loser kind of roles. We play those roles. And yet I haven't met one person in my in my 30 some years of working with people who haven't revealed their brilliance in strategizing their life the way they do. So they have safety, security and stability. But that brilliance in utilizing some of those strategies can create problems. And uh, so as a coach, I ask the question, what do you want? And And if they can answer that question, here's what I want, and they can be accountable and responsible and take actions towards that desired outcome, they're pretty healthy. And 98% of the people can make those choices. Actually, 90% of the, there's about 10% of the population that actually have mental disorders that really doesn't allow them to be able to function that way and make those choices. But if you can be accountable for your choices, that's a good thing. And working with a coach or a therapist or a a social worker, psychologist, who will empower you to make those choices for yourself, that's really important. Now, sometimes we don't have that, that ability, especially if we're going through crisis, crisis of uh, loss, of um, loss of a, a loved one, crisis of loss of our of our stability and security, crisis of if we've gone through some horrendous, um, let's say, uh, weather situation that's taken away our home and our, our environment. Those crises, we don't have a capacity to do anything different, to make a difference in that time. The best we can do is just be in the experience that we're in. You've heard me talk about be and be with what is. And sometimes we need support, a support group, a 12-step group, a a therapist, uh, somebody. We don't need to, it's not that there's anything broken. This is a big piece for me in what I've learned, having been trained as a therapist, see how people are trained to be therapists and um, coaches and spiritual guides. In a sense, 99% of the time, there's nothing unfixable about you or something that's damaged or broken, even though that's how we perceive ourselves. So finding somebody, discovering, uh, asking people who work with therapists or no therapists uh, or are therapists, like who, how do you work? What's your style? And see if it's in alignment with what you need and what you want. Quite often when I talk to therapists, they're 
it's not so much, um, even though most therapists are highly trained in um, looking at what's dysfunctional and patholo- psychopatho- psychopathology, most of the time they're working with people who want self-awareness. They want to they want to know who they are in this situation and the conditions of their life. They want to explore and discover more of who they are, and that's a really cool thing. But in utilizing uh, the 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 tools and the skills and the and the 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 training of a therapist is really helpful. And I say therapist, but again, it could be a spiritual guide or a coach or or a social worker, somebody that can listen to you with the ears that can actually hear you. And that's so important. So anytime you're working with somebody or sitting with somebody uh, and you're looking for a particular kind of listening, make sure you're getting that listening. And, um, and again, most of the time, there's nothing wrong with you. And the problems that arise, they arise because of the way we think and we, we see the world and we perceive the world and we think it should be a, a one way and it's not. It's the way it is, not the way it should be. It's the way it is. So all of these elements play a role in how we be in the world and how we sometimes need support. And sometimes we need a, a consultant to advise us on ways of being in the world. And even when we're being uh, consulted or given advice, we still have a choice to say yes to that advice or go, that doesn't feel right to me. That doesn't, that doesn't work for me because we're always at choice. And the more that we stay clear about that, ability to choose for ourselves, then the more whole and healing possibilities will show up for us. So I hope that's helpful. Um, I think at any time in life, anybody could be supported through a coach or a therapist or somebody who's a good listener and wants to empower you to be the best you can and have a great life. And so it's nothing wrong with you, nothing bad. And there's so many people who are willing to be there and sit with you and uh, be your advocate and be your champion. All right, that's it for now. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me, Rosie at the paradigmshifts.com. And uh, as I say on occasion, we have a Facebook page, Aging Like a Guru. Please join if you'd like. You can leave comments there or other things that you might find um, in- interesting or helpful to other people who are aging. Uh, and so I, I welcome that. All right. And if you're interested in being interviewed with me on, on this show, please leave a message there or email me at rosie at the paradigmshifts.com. All right. Big hugs to you. Bye for now.